he knows like as soon as I take off his collar, <laughs> he like he gets excited because he gets a treat <laughs> to go in his crate. <laughs> so and then oh, he walks he walks up to the crate. He doesn't go in, but he'll walk up to it. Yeah. So that's good. That is good. Yeah. So we had um, my boyfriend's sister come on Friday to let him out, mm-hmm. and so you guys remember Bear? He made like first special guest appearance on the podcast (laughs) yeah he's a Pomeranian he's 11 years old anyway she came over to let Ralph out and she never created bear yeah so she walked up to the crate and thought it was sad to see him in there oh yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) she couldn't she could not put him back in there so she asked if she could take him home (laughs) uh so (laughs) So Ralph had a little like little trip to my boyfriend's sister's house. <laughs> Hello. Hello and welcome to Elizabeth's News. Boop. Boop. Today we're going to talk about Ralph. <laughs> Surprise. We're going to talk Surprise. about Pharaoh's Pope <laughs> is going to be a common topic. He is going to be a common topic. And yes. then after that, we are going to discuss dog events, the various mm-hmm. dog events that are out there. Yes, that hopefully we'll be able to maybe attend. Yeah, yeah. COVID question can mark, go away. Question mark, question mark. Yeah. Big question mark. We'll have to mm. see. Mm. So how's it going with Ralpho? It's going well. He has doubled in size mm-hmm. in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's growing. I know, and they get so big so fast. I know. Like, I pick him up now, and he's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same for, like, small dog people, because I find, like, big dogs grow, like, so fast, right? Like, you can, like, from, yeah. from like, week eight, when you get them to, like, when they're, like, three months, they're already, like three times their size (laughs) yeah so he's like I got him at seven and a half weeks and now he's ten and a half weeks and he's doubled in size yeah that's crazy I don't know how much he weighs yet but um yeah my papa is growing and his face is changing yeah and he has like funny fur on his tail like some (laughs) of it's like it looks like it's adult fur at like at the midpoint (laughs) yeah it's funny (laughs) Oh, super cute. How's the training going? very cute. The training is going well. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like I had a bit of a stall in the training Mm -hmm. because he was having diarrhea and I didn't know like what was going on. So as you might already know, I'm feeding him raw. Mm -hmm. So when I got him, uh, the first week that I got him, I still fed him kibble for the first few days because I didn't want to change everything all at once. You know, like getting into a new house, new family. He's alone, no more siblings, mom, dad. Uh, So I didn't want to change his food also. And then I switched him to raw. So I started with a chicken blend because it's Mm -hmm. the easiest protein to digest. Mm -hmm. And it was going really well until (laughs) I woke up one morning. And I might have said this on the previous episode, but woke up one morning and he had little bones like all over his crate so little chicken bones um and I kind of freaked out a little bit because I was like what like is this dangerous is this normal yeah and you can see that the bones like went through his system like they got like went through his stomach and then came back up because they didn't like they looked like they were cooked but they weren't yeah (laughs) so yeah so I kept feeding him that and then he kept puking the little bones up and then he was started having diarrhea when I kind of started to transition him to pork. Mm-hmm. So I called the, the place where I get his food and she said maybe he needs some probiotics and some digestive enzymes. So I brought it back to the chicken blend, started doing the probiotics and the enzymes and everything is fine now. Like he hasn't, like his diarrhea stopped, uh, no more puking bones, which is good. Maybe he needed a little, a little extra enzymes to process them. 
and I find this happens like with a lot of people in the beginning with their dogs and, and the food. I mean, some people bring home their puppy and it's like they, they transition from whatever food the breeder or previous owner was having it and they slowly transition to their own or they make, and whenever you transition anything with, with pets, you can expect there to be hiccups and you know, not so great things like diarrhea or vomiting and, and yeah. that type of stuff. So especially, we, obviously, when dealing with food yes. as well. So at some point, I did have like a mini meltdown because at some point I was like, am I hurting him? Yeah. Like with this raw food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do I go back to kibble? And then I was going back to work soon. So I was like, oh, he's going to be sick in his crate and he's going to be in it. Like we have somebody coming to let him out, but still, even if he's in it for like half an hour. Yeah. um, Like I I just didn't want that. Mm -hmm. Um, He did stop having diarrhea. So that's good on the chicken blend. Yeah. So yeah. So that's going well. I'm now transitioning him again to pork. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's going well. So, but he's had like a couple of bouts of diarrhea. So I think it's actually the treats that I was giving him. Mm-hmm. So today I made some dehydrated chicken treats in my dehydrator. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But so far, so good. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. And the other thing that I was doing was giving him pumpkin. Because mm-hmm. that's supposed to help with the diarrhea. Yeah. Actually, he was having like really, really hard stools. He looked like he was straining. Uh-huh. So I gave him pumpkin and I think I gave him too much pumpkin, <laughs> which might have also caused the diarrhea. So I was just like, what, it's so hard what did there's, you? there's so many like suggestions, <laughs> right? Like, and it's like, give him this and give him this and give him this. And then you're just like, okay, hey, is all the change like causing this? Yeah. Like, am I... But then you can't give too much of it because then it does this. And yes, exactly. And like I a... went to bed one day and I Googled like pumpkin puree dogs. And it's like, it can be toxic if you give too much. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> give it to them when their tummy's upset. Don't give too much. It's going to kill them. Like, <laughs> there's like so much. The internet is such a great, but at, at the same time, confusing place. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's going well. Mm-hmm. So yay, raw food. Yeah. He's doing well on the pork. It's been a couple of days now. Um, I, I did try to give him, it was like another chicken blend with some pork, but also some beef tripe. So I don't know if that did not agree with him, like the beef tripe. See, Anyways. I don't know, but when so like, many, I spoke like, to, I know like little things, cause I've heard like amazing to things help. about tri- tripe. Yeah. It's like yeah. and entrails and extra vitamins and stuff like that in there for them. But same thing when I tried giving it to Gibbs, like after his a pancreatitis, um mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it was a bit too rich for him yeah and doing so until you figure out what's going you just wish that you had like you know x-ray eyes and a blood lab in your house to <laughs> figure out what's going <laughs> to on figure with it out yeah unfortunately you have to pay hundreds of dollars to the experts for that but yeah and then it's kind of like I want to give him blended vegetables like greens and berries and all that but then it's just like I want to add one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard because I don't want him to be like deficient in something in vitamins. So we're getting there. So it kind of stalled the training because I wasn't giving any treats. And I found like using a toy, like mm-hmm. too distracting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like regaining focus was like too hard. Yeah. Um, but hopefully with the dehydrated chicken treats, it's going to help. Cut Hopefully them up super small so that you're using like less in case he is like reacting to it for whatever reason. Yes. Yeah. Tiny so he's little... had a few pieces today and then that's it. Oh, like that's just good. on his walk. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And so what kind of exercises have you been doing with him for the training? For the training. So mm-hmm. we're trying to do just like the simple commands like sit, uh, down, paw. Mm-hmm. So he's got sit, mm-hmm. just not getting down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of stopped because I couldn't give him any more treats. Yeah. Um, the no jumping on the counter. Mm-hmm. So I'm tying up the leash to like the doorknob, the mm-hmm. slip lead that me and Heidi went to the pet store to get, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like sitting while I'm prepping his food because he likes to jump um, to see on the counter. Mm-hmm. So that's going, that's going okay. I felt like it was better today. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see 
it's kind of like you work on something and you feel like you're not getting anywhere. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, today's like a lot better. <laughs> so maybe it's like, it is actually catching on. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then the jumping on the coffee table. Uh-huh. That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> There's one day where he did not touch the coffee table and I was like, oh, maybe he's getting maybe. it. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> he spilled two glasses of water yesterday. Oh, Ralph. Yeah. Well, at least it's water and not like yeah. red wine all over your like white carpets or something. Like yeah. <laughs> and sometimes he'll like run to gain like momentum and he he jumps onto the coffee table oh like at a running pace that is hilarious yeah. like he's, he's just Superman's it, it. like all fours <laughs> <laughs> yep um and it's a, like it's a low coffee table so it's hard because he can just sit there and put his like head on it like rest his chin on it yeah so what I'm doing is I'm making him sit and then I'm putting a treat on the table mm-hmm. and I'm saying leave it and then I take it and I give it to him and then I try to like increase uh, duration. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing this right, but I think that's probably a good exercise. I think there's like lots of different things. Like what I'm learning, and especially like listening to a lot of the Q and A's with some of them. Like um, I listened to one uh, with Jeff Gelman again this weekend. I just it's it's interesting because as I mentioned on previous episodes, a lot of our colleagues are getting puppies, and it's funny because I go to work and they're like, "Howdy, I need to ask you a dog question." <laughs> I'm like, "Yep, no problem." <laughs> so uh, one of my colleagues um, said they're very active people, and they plan on taking their dog out wherever they go, and they go like biking, and they go running, and they go like every sport there is out there. But right now, especially like. W- with being inside the city like people drive out to go to these parks or places to do these things so what she was telling me is and even just to take her dog to the pet store she said her dog comes in he sits in the car totally fine everything's going fine the second the car starts to move he pees instantly every oh. single time pees every single time so I was like do you take him for a walk and make sure his bladder's nice and empty she's like yep and I was like okay so I'm like does he know how to sit and stay and she's like well no we're kind of working on it like you know sit but he doesn't know stay so I told her to like you get a slip lead put the leash onto the doorknob and walk away and like first say sit and then say stay and start taking steps back and as the dog moves forward to you say no sit but eventually they get to the end of their leash and they're uh, tethered by the other end being on the, the doorknob and it forces them into a sit because once they hit the end of the leash, like the, the leash is then pulling, the slip lead is pulling mm-hmm. them right in that communication area, which is like up close to the ears, not not around the throat. And it forces them into a sit and then you make them sit there and you as you back away and then you go when they sit there and hold it. Like, even though the the doorknob's forcing them to, you say, good, and then you, like, reward them. And then you, then you start doing that more and more often and walking further away and leaving the room. Like, I have videos of me backing right out of the room saying, good, because I can hear that he hasn't moved and coming back out and he's just sitting there waiting to get his treat. And then eventually you take the leash off and you, and, and you work your way up from there. So this weekend I was... Um, sitting on the couch and a notification went up on my phone that a Q&A was starting with Jeff Gelman. So I was like, huh, I'm going to tune in and see what's going on with Jeff. So um, there weren't too many people like it was like, ask your question. And I think I mentioned on one episode, it's like you can pay money to have your like question like jumped mm-hmm. further on yeah. the line and it shows you who like the the top fans are and like how much they're paying for a question or whatever but there weren't that many people on and I don't know if like I know he's in the states and god knows what it's what it was like wherever he was but it was a beautiful day where we were and everybody's outside it's like spring right like everybody's anyways there wasn't too many comp questions so I decided to ask because I was curious to see what he would do about that so I just said hey Jeff like love you guys huge fan uh got a question for you new puppy can is very good in the car can sit is totally fine Uh, as soon as the car is moves into motion the puppy pees every single time even if the bladder has been emptied uh prior to getting into the car and jeff said sit stay do a sit stay (laughs) and i was like yeah 
<laughs> so he's like, I would go. start with that. I would start with putting them in the crate and practicing your sit stays and then go from there and see where that gets you. And again, it's because like, if you let the dog in and there's no command or they're not focusing on anything, it's just like, oh my God, oh my God, the guy is moving. Like, oh my God, I'm going to pee. Like they get excitable. Whereas if you're giving them a command for them to focus on, now they're focusing, oh, she wants me to right. sit stay. So uh, I'm, I'm not even thinking about peeing because I'm focused on what she's telling me to do. So that was my reasoning behind it. Jeff didn't really give me a reason. He just said, start with a sit stay and work from there. And, um, but yeah, no, it was good. It was well, funny because I was playing the, the Q&A and my husband was in the kitchen. He was like, what are you listening to? This guy sounds like a real character. <laughs> He's the yes, Don he Cherry, is. the Don Cherry of like a dog trainers. <laughs> but anyways, so... There's lots of different ways to address a behavior that's going on with a dog. And again, like you have to figure out what's going to work with them. So having like a bunch of different tips and tricks like under your belt and just trying to get behind like the what can I do to maintain their focus? What can I do to um, yeah decrease like basically reactivity and that type of stuff? And how can I work that up to a place where they we understand each other and our relationship is going well? Yeah. And then you got to keep practicing it forever. Yes. Forever, forever. 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 Yes, <laughs> because they're going to test you. Yes, exactly. They will. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's what I've been doing. And then um, leave it. So we're working on leave it mm-hmm. with this food bowl. So that's going pretty well. We actually time this evening, like how long he would wait. Mm-hmm. So my release word is free. Mm-hmm. So we timed how long he would wait without me saying it to actually go for it. Nice. So he's like 10 and a half weeks. So um, 16 seconds. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. So and then I took his the bowl away mm-hmm. and I said, no, sit. And then he sat again and then I put it down and then free. Nice. Um, but yeah, 16 seconds. <laughs> Do, uh, I watched another video at some point during the week and it was of... Um... Jeff Gelman working with a dog that was super, super guarding his food. So it was this like shepherd mix of some kind or whatever. And so he has a video of this dog that comes in. He would growl at other dogs. He would, he was biting people and stuff like this. And he like, again, like it took like one afternoon or whatever. And then he shows the video of him and the word that he used for it, for like, so he would, he'd bring, he brought the bowl of food. He sat it down like on front of him he like taught the dog to wait for it and but also then once he gives the dog the release word and the dog starts eating he taught him like the stop the command which for him was out so it was like out okay and teaching the dog to stop eating so i found like that interesting too out was like the word that that um the show that we joss. watched there yes that joss yeah. used on uh what is it? Canine interve- intervention or whatever in the German yep. training for when for the security dog. So when they attack somebody, you say out and that makes them release. So I found that interesting because I yeah. my, my dogs will sit and wait forever for their food. I don't usually make Gibbon wait longer than 30 seconds because like Niagara Falls is coming out of his mouth. Oh my God, yes. I used I to lit- do that to Wiggum and I was like, ah, no, just go, take it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay. And then go and get their food. And then I get the mop out and have to clean up the floor because there's like literally like big, big puddles of Gibbs drool. Goob. <laughs> Goobs. Goobers. Goobs. Gibbons, Gib- gibber goobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it hasn't um, taken Ralph very long to know when it's like dinner time. Mm-hmm. Like he'll walk up into the kitchen and like sit. <laughs> yeah. Around like dinner time. And, that like, is so cute. I love it. Yeah. Look, I'm oh sitting God. over here. I'm being a good boy. This means food, Please. right? Right. <laughs> if I sit like this real pretty, then that means you go to the that fridge means... and fill my bowl with food. Right, right. <laughs> With that raw stuff, yeah. That's also like gooey. Sometimes, if we like lose track of the time, Becky just does this like ever so slight, slightest little whine. So you'll be sitting there, like I'll be sitting there after work, and I'm like, you're like tired, or you're like thinking what you're gonna make for dinner. You're just doing the like after work unwind. Do you know what I mean? And all of a sudden, all you hear is this. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? 
So that's like all she does. And you're just like, Becky, no, like, and she always whines like early. Like we feed them at like five or after five. And at 4.30 sometimes she'll start the the dinner whines. Oh my God. <laughs> Wigan would just like, as soon as you would move like a millimeter, he'd get up. Be like, <gasps> like is it dinner time? <laughs> It's like you were watching TV or something and then you would like your legs were crossed and you would uncross your leg or cross the other leg or whatever. And then he'd get up or you'd move your arm and he'd be like, <gasps> like he'd be up like it's a dinner time. Like he lived to eat. <laughs> that is hilarious. We have like the whole um, uh, Google Home set up like in our house. So like there's like little Google minis in our kids rooms and in the basement and stuff so that we're not like constantly like yelling throughout the house like dinner and like mm-hmm. feed the dogs and like all the stuff and I have to be careful here because Gibbs is sleeping right next to me but like he's even learned like so I started saying <laughs> whenever I'd broadcast to my son because it's his job to uh, feed the dog <laughs> at dinner time <laughs> so I started saying like like I would say hey Ronan it's time to and I started saying F the D's but but uh, he 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 recognizes even that now um, so he must be fast asleep because he hasn't lifted his head or anything oh. but <laughs> but even that he recognizes so as soon as I say that like he he runs to the stairs to like and he's sitting there waiting for Ronan to make an appearance cause, like he's just like <laughs> you oh, think if I yell coming. it in the microphone he'll hear me no no still sleeping he must be he must be in a deep, he must be in the REM phase of, <laughs> of sleeping. Of sleepies. But, but yeah, it's funny. They're little habits. They're little weird habits. Yeah, little they catch dogos. on to like little things. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, we went on our first like structured walk today. Mm-hmm. And that went okay. Yeah. I feel like I'm having trouble uh, fitting the slip lead like correctly. Yes. Like it's it slips down and it's hard to like keep it in the right spot. That's why like there there's different ones out there and Vera and I, and I went to look at one cuz it's they make them in different thicknesses and like and in different like uh, out of different materials. So there's like a metal one that you see them using like in like the national dog show like best in show it's like a metal mm. slip lead so like it's on one so when they pull it's it's like it slides down and is tightening like around their neck like kind of like a noose whereas the cloth ones you can fit it snugly around where you want it to but again sometimes it slides back and now it starts drifting down their neck and now you're pulling on their throat especially if you're trying to do specific things like like a walk like you said yeah yeah so he's not he's actually not bad on the walk Mm -hmm. um he's distracted yeah by like leaves and sticks and everybody that walks by Mm -hmm. um and then he doesn't pull too much like he does pull but he doesn't pull too much but he's like he swerves like in front of you yeah like you have to be careful because you're gonna like (laughs) trip trip easily Mm -hmm. um so I'm trying to keep him on my left side um so that went all right and it's good to start like the habits and definitely have them focused on you. But he is still pretty, pretty young for like a, to really excel at the structured walk. So like the fact that like, yeah, he is looking at leaves and you're, that's like a bit of socialization too, right? Like you're getting yeah. used to the different Well, that's the thing. And, like you, you want people. him to explore a little bit too. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Did you take him uh, to the park and have him like jump all over things and like. Uh, my boyfriend stuff? did. Oh, nice. I haven't yet. Okay. But we'll have to. Oh, yes. That's good. Um, What else? Crate training is going well. Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned on previous episode, the first night was just Mm -hmm. (laughs) heart-wrenching. So whining. So the first, like we went to bed and then he whined for about 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. And like whine and it was almost like a howl. And I'm just like in bed, just like with like the covers up to my chin and just be like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he stopped and then we got up around 2 AM to let him out. And he whined again for about 20 minutes. Uh, The next night he was doing it again. So I used the metal bowl trick. Mm -hmm. So I got up, up, I went up to his crate and I said, no. And then I 
smashed the bowl, mm -hmm. like not too hard, but hard yeah. enough yeah. Um, onto his crate. Yeah. And then he stopped. Mm -hmm. And then I did that a couple of times and we've been good since. Good. Yeah. That's so good. So that's going well. And he knows like as soon as I take off his collar, <laughs> he like he gets excited because he gets a treat <laughs> to go in his crate. <laughs> So, and then oh, he walks, he walks up to the crate. He doesn't go in, but he'll walk up to it. Yeah. So that's good. That is good. Yeah. So we had um, my boyfriend's sister come on Friday to let him out. Mm -hmm. And so you guys remember Bear, he made like first special guest appearance <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, he's a Pomeranian. He's 11 years old. He does not let Ralph go close to him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he growls yeah. at him. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, she came over to let Ralph out and she never created Bear. Yeah. So she walked up to the crate and thought it was sad to see him in there. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she couldn't, she could not put him back in there. So she asked if she could take him home. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> So Ralph had a little like little trip to my boyfriend's sister's house with Bear. Um, she did send a picture of them walking together. Yeah. Like far apart, but still walking yep. together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah, she kept him for the afternoon. Oh my God. That is so funny. He was pooped. She said, like, he did not stop while he was there. But then when he got back, he was just so pooped. Like, he just fell asleep. Yeah. It's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So is... people, like, some people think it's cruel. It's not, though. The crate training. No. It keeps them safe. Yeah. I can't imagine having Ralph loose. No. Like, I guess I could get him, like, a bigger, like, gated area. But still, but he, like, he if you're not everything. there and he gets, like, well, yeah, exactly. What if he chooses his way out of, the, like, the playpen? And then what is he going to get into in your house? What is he going to eat? What is he going to choke on? Yeah. Yeah. It's a safety thing, like, big time. Yep. It's a safety and a sanity thing. Yeah. Because so, I know, like, I know that he's safe. Yeah. While yes. I'm at work. Exactly. Um, one thing I did before I went back to work was unplug my pet cube camera. <laughs> um, also just, for sanity reasons. <laughs> also for sanity reasons. Um, I just imagined myself looking and seeing him whine and yep. like jumping in the crate. Yeah. I just like, I just, I just don't want to know. Yep. And we have our person that comes and lets him out, sends me pictures Tells me Ralph is doing good. He ate all his food. He peed and pooped. And like, that's all I want. That's all I want to know. Yeah. Maybe like in a few weeks, I'll have a look. But yeah. Yeah. Not not right now. No. <laughs> no. 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 Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. So going back to work was okay. I'm that's at work good. and I'm like, I wish I could be home. <laughs> but... He's a busy body, so yeah. it was kind of nice having that, like, time. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of nice having, like, some time away. Yes. <laughs> My hands were very thankful. <laughs> <laughs> From all the puppy chew. All the puppy chew. So the biting is still going on. Yeah. As expected, mm -hmm. which is normal. Yep. But it's hard. Like, he'll bite hard sometimes. Oof. Oof, yeah. Ralphie. I know. Sometimes he's playing with his toy and then all of a sudden he'll like bite your foot and it's like he's attacking you. <laughs> You're like, no. And then you like pull him away mm -hmm. and then he'll come right at you and like go for your leg. And it's just like, oh, my God. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puppy times. Yeah. So I yeah. take him and I am like, no. And I put him in a sit. I wait till he calms down and then I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yep. good boy and then I walk away yeah until he's like and then he follows me <laughs> like where are you going hey come back we were just having so much fun why'd you leave yeah <laughs> yep or oh. he'll bite me and then I'll go like ouch yeah and then if he stops I say good boy but usually like he'll just get fired up Oh, and yeah. bite bite even more so I have to like it's so hard because if you make like a high-pitched sound that's sort of like they're it like draws more attention or gets them more excited. Mm -hmm. Like whenever like you're doing recall, it's always like, come on, come on, come on, come 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. And then when they're bad, it's like, no. Yeah. And if you, you push them away, it becomes kind of like a game. Game. Yeah, exactly. So they'll come right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> Even harder. Yeah. I was watching a video on how to deal with puppy biting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the trainer in the video said, you kind of like have to let them. So when they're biting your hand, not mm-hmm. to like retract your hand. Mm-hmm leave it there. And he's like, don't yelp like a puppy. You're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> um, just go like, ouch, mm-hmm. ouch, 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 ouch. And then until they stop. And then mm-hmm. when they stop, like, good boy, you give him praise. Yeah. And I've tried that and it just doesn't work. He just <laughs> doesn't stop. <laughs> he just bites harder. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get there. Yeah, it's tough. Like I can remember going through like a little period where I was like, oh my God, stop biting. Like it like and I would always just go like I would go no in the uncomfortable feeling. And then I would take a toy close by and I would sometimes you don't have one. So I'd be like, hey, pass me that toy, pass me that toy. And then yeah. I'd put the toy in his mouth and go, Good, good, good boy. And then they try and yeah. go right back to your hand and I would just keep doing that for Yeah. I do that too, but he yes, doesn't stop. I know. I know. I know. It's like you do the, like, pinch the inside yeah. of the mouth, like the bottom. Yeah. And I'll do that, and it looks uncomfortable. Yeah. And then as soon as I let go, mm-hmm. it's just, like, right back, <laughs> right back at me. I know. <laughs> and I do the same, like, I'll put a toy in his mouth. But, yeah. yeah, you can see him, like, trying to avoid the toy and get your hand. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it's like, no, why? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of what else. Maybe I might look at some videos for that because I know like some puppies are definitely more bitey than others. Well, what do, you, <laughs> what do you think? Should we move on to these different doggy events? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Sure. So we tried looking up different doggy events and there's, I know there's a, a bunch that I've heard of before in the past, but of course, due to the current pandemic situation, uh, there's... We can talk about what these events would normally do, but it's sort of up in the air as to whether they'll be actually running or not. So one of the first ones that, um, first two that I'll sort of mention, because they're two little short, quick ones, and that I know that uh, I've um, I've attended one of them before. But anyways, there's um there's one that's called <laughs> Wiener Fest, and it's for Dachshunds, <laughs> a Wiener dogs. Uh, my sister went to this once because she has a little Wiener dog named Pogo. And she said it was just like, um, like a, your typical festival. Like, so they had like different games, races. They had a costume like contest. They, um, they had a, <laughs> a wiener diving <laughs> contest where they put like hot dogs oh and they had to like go underwater and get them and uh, stuff like that. They have like different activities, but they also had a bunch of different like services for like stuff pertaining to wiener dogs so like wiener dogs because they're like this long body i guess sometimes have back problems so there was like a a stand that sold like back braces for wiener dogs (laughs) and (laughs) different stuff like that and like tiny little like different costume things like there's it's just like any event that you go to there's like veterinarians there there's like a pet insurance booth there's like service booths where you can get like nails done and stuff like that and then there's like fun games and stuff like that for you to play or participate in so um, there's that one, which again is not like, um, well, they're posting one for June 26, 2021, and it's in Ooh. Woodstock, Ontario. So it'll be interesting to see if that goes on or not. I don't know what the deal is with outdoor stuff, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that happens. Yeah. And I guess it depends on what zone you're in and that sort of thing. Um, the other one I've been to before, and it's called the Wiggle Waggle-thon. And it's here in Ottawa Mm -hmm. and run by our local Humane Society. And um, you just, it's sort of like, um, like, it's just like a walk that you do and you raise money for the Humane Society. So you get different sponsors. You you need a certain amount. I don't think it's very much to like enter. And then you walk from like one place in the city and it's just this massive parade of people like and their dogs, like walking their dogs. And then where the walk ends then there's like fun stuff going on and different vendors and different like little samples of things and like different dog food kiosks and and same thing like nail cut and that type of stuff i don't think there's as many like activities like you know like a race or anything like that because you just did this big long walk but anyways it's pretty fun and it's a good fundraiser for our local humane society 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you got? What I got. So I've got two very similar ones. Mm-hmm. One that I would love to attend this year if it happens. So it's called the National Pet Industry Trade Show. Mm-hmm. So there's one in Calgary in April this year. I don't know if it's going to take place because, again, the pandemic. But the one near us in Mississauga is in September. Oh. And it's two days. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about six, seven hours a day. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they have 500 plus exhibitors. Oh. And they usually expect twenty to 50,000 people. Holy crap. I know. <laughs> that sounds like so, a, a COVID no-go. <laughs> I know. It's a COVID no-go. Yeah. Maybe maybe next year. Yeah. Because I looked on their website, and I was wondering, like, how much this this is to get in. And I cannot find it. And they also have, um, like, a schedule of events. Mm-hmm. And floor plan online which you can't access right now mm-hmm. um, which is too bad <laughs> I know um, so they have a lot of people that we've talked about on the show mm-hmm. that are going to be there uh, for example Adored Beast Noise uh, Mutlux mm-hmm. Canada Pooch Yes Chili dogs. <laughs> Chili dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like also food. So Big Country Raw is there. Carna 4 is there. Um, there's also like grooming products. So nice. Earth Bath is going to be there. And supplements. Uh, Four Leaf Rover. So that's like just like a handful of them. But it seems very interesting. It would be awesome to go. I know. I can't wait till we can go to events again. <laughs> I know. I'm sure everybody's feeling that way. Yes, I know. Yes. It would be fun to go and see and talk to these people. Boop snoots, you know what I mean? I know. I want to go boop some snoots. I want to go boop some snoots. (laughs) And the other one, the name is very similar. So it's the National Pet Industry Show. So it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, It's just smaller. Mm -hmm. And I don't see a date for this year, but... It looks like it's going to be in Richmond, B.C. in April in 2022, oh. which is a little far. Yeah, that is a little far from us. Yeah. For show. Um, there's a sorry. Was it? Did you have it? Any? No, that's okay. it. Um, there's a couple more that I found. And I've just forgot to mention when I looked on the Humane Society page because I was curious about whether Wiggle Waggleton was going to happen this year, and it's not. Everything's uh, postponed until like further notice and I think people are just all playing it cool and try not to make decisions until it gets closer to the time the one thing that the Humane Society is doing is hosting like online events like and and you through the Humane Society can host your own online event if there's something that you want to talk about or do with people or that type of thing so you can put an application to host your own online event through the Humane Society which I thought was really Ooh, cool that's cool that is pretty cool yeah See, I would love to do like a, a howl-a-thon and get people online and see who's got the best howl. Ooh. <laughs> I always do that with my dogs because I could never, like, my dogs are one of those dogs that have, like, only howled, like, a handful of times in their lives. Like, this one yeah. time we had a, a teenager staying with us and she sent me a video clip and she said, I came home to this and it was Becky and Scraps and they were like, full on howl mode and I was like are you joking she's like no she's like this is Becky and Scrubs and they were both like literally like oh like so like I don't know it was like a sunny spring afternoon like what were they howling at I don't know but um anyways it would be fun to do something like that but I don't have good howlers to uh, host an event like that yeah (laughs) I tried to teach them how to howl and there's this like YouTube video on it, yes, called "Guaranteed to Make Your Dog Howl." <laughs> yes, yeah. and it's like I tried it with Wiggum, and I'm like, <laughs> yes. "This is not even going to work with Wiggum," and it worked. I know Wiggum howled, <laughs> and my dogs didn't. They 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 do the oh. tilty head and the ears up, but they don't they don't howl, or they might like whine. Becky whines like a little bit, but no howls. And I've Ooh. got like hound dogs. I know I got broken hounds, <laughs> <laughs> but um. Anyways, moving on from that, there was a couple of other events that I found. There was one that's called Woofstock. 
<laughs> and it's North America's largest festival for dogs. And they are, they have a date listed here, but it's in the Toronto area. And um, it's June Oops. 5th and 6th of 2021 on a Saturday oh. and Sunday. I don't think those are going to happen. I don't think so either. <laughs> but it's like, it's an annual canine mass cultural event drawing tens of thousands of dogs faithful humans and exhibitors from across Canada and the U.S. to Toronto's beaches. That's funny. They should have, they should have like spelled it like bitches <laughs> to Toronto's <Exhibitioners>. beaches. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it said it is without question North America's largest festival for dogs. So that would have been cool. They, oh. they started having it like in the, like the sort of distillery district of Toronto. And then they looked for greener spaces. They said like literal greener spaces and then found this place just outside of Toronto. But oh. what's cool about this website is that like, even when you go through it, it, it tells you like where you can book to stay like at dog friendly places, oh, cool. like close by and everything like that. So, um, that one looks cool. I wonder if it's like expensive though. And I didn't find anything on there because again, like maybe they, they posted that, but they know that it's like likely not going to happen. Who knows? Probably. Um, I also went to the CKC site to see what kind of stuff that they've got. And they've got like a whole bunch of like different events like that you can post like by breed and by like different stuff that goes on and, um, I learned what confirmation means. <laughs> Ooh, so like they show have dogs, right? Yeah, it is. It's like so. It's basically looking for like the characteristics in your breed and what they were bred to do as a job. So, um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second when I talk to one of the other ones. But, anyways, the, um, again, they have nothing listed because I'm guessing because of the code. Yeah. So, um, no events right now. Um, and then the last one I decided to look up for because I enjoy watching it and there's even like a movie about it, but it's the National Dog Show. And that's a cool website to watch because it's all it's like a televised show, right? It's like put on by NBC, yeah. which is like a huge like television like carrier in the States. And um, it's always uh, put on by the Kennel Club of Philadelphia. And it's called the National Dog Show. And you always want to know who wins best in show every year. And uh, for 2020, the best in show winner was a deer hound, a deer, an Irish deer hound. So it basically looks like an Irish wolfhound, like a variation oh, of. Oh, yes. And um, so I'm trying to find it in here again. But anyways... It's a fun show to watch and it's going to be on in the, in the fall. And they carried on because again, it's not like, uh, it's just like the sports and stuff right now. Like there's nobody in the stands. It's just the people who are competing and they're all like on that huge, it's in an arena. So there's plenty of space between them as they go through like the, the different groupings. So like they do like, like, you know, toy breeds and they do the hunting breeds and they do the, um, you know, like the, the variants in different kinds. So, um, of course I went. So when, when you look, they have all the different um, breeds listed that are competing. And then when you click on them, it shows you a clip from last year's show and that dog Ooh, okay. and, and how they perform. So it's interesting because, and then they tell you what the, what the breed is, like where they were, where they were originally bred and what they were originally bred for. So of course you can, I'm sure you can guess which one I clicked on. <laughs> <laughs> and you should have seen this beefcake man like i thought gibbon was muscly oh my god he is such a muscle man and it said that they were originally bred to take down bears bears really bears (laughs) (laughs) now i'm now i'm a little less nervous letting gibbs loose around the cottage and during bear season you could take him out that's what it was bred to do (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Isn't that crazy? Anyways, Bears. so um, a fun site to play around on in general, but also the show will the show will go on uh, this fall, so you can watch on TV. Oh, but it, and that. it shows, yeah, and it shows. Uh, that's like when for people who have even seen like a clip of like the dog show before, it's like where they stand them and they're standing all proper and they feel for like their muscles. They look at their teeth. They like feel down their legs mm-hmm. and like all their to see. And then, like, I don't understand where they get these judges from and who are they to decide, like, 
who's the biggest beefcake <laughs> according to breed standard yeah. like how many Weimaraners have you like laid hands on you know what I mean that's true like it's Aww. I'm curious to know more about that process but yeah anyway so fun thing to watch out for and um I think a good place to start if you're looking for events and especially if if like COVID is allowing for more outdoor stuff is to like look at your local humane society because they yeah. uh, sort of know what's what's what and what's going on what's going on what's going on and, and then again if there's nothing outside or whatever there's maybe there's maybe online events happening to you I know there's tons of online events happening in all different areas of professions and areas mm-hmm. of interest and stuff like that so there's a ton of online content and um again like even if you're bored or you got a new puppy or you got some questions about stuff i will say this again and again i learned the most from the q a's from the pros yeah yep even though yeah, they're Je- pretty good even though jeff gelman's a, a don cherry he still knows what he's talking <laughs> about and has got the videos to prove it like he's he's got me and um uh evan doggett as well he yes. ha- he has some helpful uh videos and stuff like that and also some q a's but yeah no it's just fun to watch a bunch of different one different ones and see if you can't wait for ralph to be able to uh to play with other dogs i know it's so entertaining Mm -hmm. watching dogs play i know hey goobs he woke up so many dogs that he meets on like walks and i'm like no sorry i know and he just like he just wants to go see them i know oh everybody knows ralph now around the block oh i love it like oh this is ralph (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um so just uh to touch back on like training and stuff like we said in the beginning and practicing and stuff um so this was a very beautiful weekend in our city it's like one of the first warmer weekends it was like in the plus numbers since a very long time ago so everybody's out (laughs) and walking around and so um my husband made the suggestion to walk up to the pharmacy at the mall that's sort of like i I don't know i want to say like two three kilometers away from our house so we decided to go on a walk and um it's close by to the school where my son goes and my son walks along the train tracks but it's the cn rail so it's not used as much Anyways, so everybody walks along the train tracks to cut into like different neighborhoods and stuff like this. So Maddox wanted to show us um, the way he walks to and from school. So we decided to take the train tracks and we're walking down and there was like several families that we came across on the train tracks and one with a little um, chocolate lab puppy. Oh my God. So Gibbon went up and had a sniff and they had a good sniff. And then I had Becky with me and I said, Oh, sorry, she's a bit older and isn't uh, a fan of the youngins. And they're like, Hey, we don't blame her. Neither am I. Like, <laughs> like they had a good laugh and everything like that. But, anyways, um, our dogs are used to going to the cottage. They're used to going to the park across the street. They're used to going to the dog park, like Bruce Pitt and stuff like that. I don't usually take them into like busy areas or down busy roads or and stuff like that so here we went they on a structured walk right and that's the other thing too is that we don't normally keep them on leash for very long no matter where we're going and they did so extremely well and I was so happy and so I posted a a photo of Gibbs because um I had them sit on this like uh concrete sort of thing outside of the mall and Gibbs just sat there and was extremely focused. And it was so funny because this kid biked by and he came up and he said, what are your dogs waiting for? <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm just waiting for my husband and my boys. They're just in the mall. And he was like, they look excited. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. And he just like sort of biked away. But um they did extremely well. And then <laughs> funny. one thing that made me laugh is that Becky did quite a bit of her training Um with uh, our good friend Michelle and Nikita, her dog. And Nikita Mm -hmm. lives in like downtown uh, Ottawa. So is used to all the noises and stuff like that. But the one thing that for whatever reason freaks Nikita out real bad is skateboards. So here my dogs are sitting like total professionals making me look like a rock star outside of the mall, the local mall. And then, oh, (laughs) did you hear that noise? That was Gibbon yawning. He was like, oh anyways and um all of a sudden (laughs) becky just like barked like crazy and i was like what the heck and it's because a a dude was going by on a skateboard and i was like did you get that from nikita (laughs) who 
do you think you are barking <laughs> at skateboards? Oh, that's hey, funny. What are you? Hmm. What are you barking at? Hey, woof. Anyways, sorry. Woof, woofer. So I found that interesting. Woof. They they pick up little behaviors from one another. I find. And that's like a good example of it yeah. because like, I don't know if it's just coincidence because I don't know how many skateboards my dogs have ever seen, but, um, yeah, but Nikita was like, <laughs> Becky, these things uh, are see scary. these things when one comes by, you <laughs> must bork immediately <laughs> to alert the humans <laughs> of the scary, really noisy thing. But yeah. And then, uh, so this kid went into the mall and on a skateboard and then came back out again and again like and and I watched because I saw him coming and I was like focusing on her and make, making her focus on me and she still was a little reactive like she was like and I was like nope nope no but uh, you have to get <laughs> yep. a skateboard time to get a skateboard <laughs> yeah Ralph's not so bad so far mm-hmm. like he's hesitant sometimes yeah to go see some some stuff but y'all like the green bin he was uh, scared of the green bin when I brought it out <laughs> yeah um, so I just kind of left it in the middle of the driveway and I let him sniff, uh, sniff it. Yep. Uh, scared of his shadow. <laughs> <laughs> what else was there? I think that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, the stepladder. Oh, yes. Yeah. So it's like a two-step stepladder. Yep. Um, we, we had to bring it out because I went to pull the curtains open and I pulled the pole off the wall. So the pole fell, and that scared him. <laughs> that, that would scare me, though. <laughs> um, so we got the stepping stool out, and he was scared of it. So we just kind of like left it in the middle of the middle of the room. Oh yeah, my God. and then he got used to it. Yep. 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 <laughs> Social. <laughs> yep. I don't think I can go any higher. <laughs> Oh boy! It looks like we're. Uh, it looks like we've come to the end of the episode. <laughs> Is Gibbon like, what's that noise? <laughs> He's like, what the heck are you doing? Anyways, well, I think that's a wrap. Okay. That's a wrap. See you next time on Elizabeth Newts. Boop. Boop. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> <laughs>